0: ESPN Los Angeles.
1: 710 ESPN Sports Radio for LA. This is ESPN LA on air. Here are the Brothers K, Andy and Brian.
2: Does
1: Frank McCord have the rights to this song? You <laughs> might need it. He needs to get involved. With, you know what he needs to do? He needs to get involved with Ron Artex. Right. Make him make Give another mixtape. Mix
0: remix. And then he pockets that loot. That's right. Make with own the that, Dodgers. He can sign he can sign Albert Pools. Uh Andy, we were talking It's all falling into place, McCourt. Brian Kamenetsky with Andy Kamenetsky. We were talking in the last segment you uh about the two hundred million dollar loan <laughs> <that> Frank McCourt <laughs> tried to get from from Fox and Bud Selig said uh no. No, that's that's just not going to work. What a buzzkill! That buzz I know. Ceiling. He is sort of. I mean, he looks kind of like a grumpy fellow, and he proved it true. But perhaps Andy, this weekend provides a little money making opportunity for Frank McCourt. You're saying it's college basketball. It's what's going on? Lake Lakers Thunder. Are you referring no, that's to not it?
1: Sunday Oscar, carried by seven ten. Oscar, Oscar pools. S- ABC?
0: That's right. Eleven eleven thirty is the tip. Oscar pools, Andy. Everybody's going to be in one. Show starts tomorrow evening. On ABC. And then it goes beyond that. You can get action in offshore, like, online gambling stuff. So Frank McCourt lays enough offshore
1: action on the Oscars, plus, you know, goes to a bunch of parties. You know, basically just drops a pool sheet and leaves. Goes to another party, drops a pool sheet and leaves. Goes to maybe, like, 50 parties.
0: With all the correct answers that we're about to provide, that insight, right. he owns the Dodgers. Has less to, the success of the team has less to do with whether or not <laughs> Ned Coletti can find a power-hitting first baseman, as it does as whether or not Frank ford can pick out the best animated short <laughs> <laughs> this going to show, it's show after up afternoon. in
1: court with all these pool sheets that say winner. <laughs> Nobody
0: wants to lose their Oscar pool, Andy. Nobody wants to do any of that. To get an idea of just what the action is on the Oscars, how you can win your pool, how you, Drew Belzer, can earn a little bit of extra what your grandfather might have referred to as pocket money. We spoke before the show to R.J. Bell, the founder of Pregame.com. We start off by asking him just how much action there is on the Oscars.
2: Well, if you look at the raw amount of money, it's not going to compete with the Super Bowl or March Madness by any stretch. But what's interesting is you've got a whole different market that has an interest in this stuff. And what ends up happening is you've got the guy who's betting sports all the time, and for the first time each year the Oscars gives the girl, the other you know, partner, a chance to get involved. And that's something the guys out there can help their girls with is we got the odds on this. It can help them pick winners in their pool.
1: Now, how sophisticated does it get for the for these newbie ladies? I mean, can they put down a, a three three Academy Award parlay with best <laughs> picture, best director, and best foreign film?
2: <laughs> you know, as long as it's not correlated, that's a tactical term where if there's somehow where one affects the other, they don't let you parlay but uh and put together the three teamers or whatever. But in, in most cases you can tie it together for sure.
0: RJ Bell joining us he's the founder of pregame.com going to break down the Oscars for us. Usually we have you on 710 to do things like, you know, the Super Bowl or March Madness or some of the other events you talked about. Not today, RJ. So, who is the overwhelming favorite? If I want to be the safe guy, I want to go kind of chalk on my on my Oscar pool bracket. Where am I going this year?
2: Okay, in the big categories with best actor you got Colin Firth with an 86% chance to win so every other actor in that category has a 14% chance combined he's got an 86
1: now now RJ just uh to let our listeners know the these numbers are coming from where uh
2: what I did was take a consensus of the online sports books that offer this, so multiple online sports books.
0: Right. Colin Firth, star of the King's Speech. He has been cleaning up all the uh, you know, the pre-Oscar awards, Golden Globes, yeah, all awards that stuff. And, such. and so, okay, so he's a huge favorite. It looks like Natalie Portman is also just basically a shoo-in at this point.
2: Yeah, Natalie's a big favorite. She's at 82%. So, in the big categories, those two are the biggest favorites, but what's interesting is there's really not many categories of the big ones that there's not a big favorite. Uh, for example, in the best picture, the King's Speech is 70%, and the other nine combined are only 30%, and then the director, you've got a little bit more of a competition, you've got, uh, Finchner at 55%. But the really the thing that sticks out this year is the fact that there's so many prohibitive favorites.
1: Now, best supporting actress is often a category that can throw audiences for a loop, the nominees for a loop, and people who bet in pools for a loop because it's often the wild card category. Melissa Leo, according to your. Uh, figures is an almost 60% favorite, but... Star of the fighter. But Haley, Haley Steinfeld, it, it appears, has gained a little bit of ground, <laughs> the little girl in True Grit.
2: And what I'm hearing from the guys batting this is that Leo has turned some people off with some comments, some some heavy um, uh I guess she's really been overt about her effort to win this thing. And the rumor, you know, she still is about 60%. But what the Sharp Betters are saying is the cute kid factor <laughs> might help with Steinfeld, and you can really get a value there. The odds say only 24%, but that might be a good upset if you're looking to go that direction. And
1: if you happen to put that in your pool, if you're willing to risk it and think you have a strong field, otherwise you might get a win where everybody else loses with
2: Leo. That's a great point. Anytime you have a pool, what you need to do is not win the highest percentage. You just need to win more than your opponents. So if you have a good feeling about something that's not the favorite, that's the places to take a shot because when you win you get a double benefit not only do you win but most of the people you're playing against lose
0: rj bell joining us he's a founder of pregame.com you mentioned something that i think is really kind of awesome like you know the the insiders the smart money um, going to Haley steinfeld you know what i got two questions here first of all who are the sharps in Oscar betting? I mean, we all know what happens to a line when Tom Brady snaps an ACL. But, you know, who are the sharps? And then what changes a line in the Oscar pool, you know, in the Oscar betting?
2: <laughs> well, the, sec- the second one's easy. Money changes the line. Is If someone's betting big... The odds-makers, the bookies, want to change the line so they don't get more of that same action. The analogy would be like at Walmart, if something is selling really poorly, they put it on sale. If it's selling well, they charge more. It's sort of the same thing with the odds. They change based on the money. When it comes to who the wise guys are, the thing people don't realize is most of the biggest bettors are not necessarily handicapping themselves. What they do is they create a network of experts in any given field, a college basketball expert, an NFL expert, etc. And though this kind of entertainment betting is a small portion of the total action, these guys that are willing to bet big money will go out and find the experts, pay them, make the bets, and in the end they're on the right side, and that's what they do for a living is find these experts.
0: This is, this is awesome. <laughs> I, love, I love this. I love the language. All right, RJ Bell, I, I, I at least have one more question for you. Like when we Because it's the little categories that get you your pool. You know, when you start picking out best animated short and things like that, are there any soft spots with this betting? Because at least the the, the line that you hear all the time is if you want to win in Vegas or, in this case, online, you find, you know, that obscure big sky basketball game that, you know, maybe people just don't get quite as much coverage on. I mean, best animated short would be that. Is that where the holes are here for people to, to win their pool and maybe even a little money on the side?
2: And you make a good point, is the less the general public is involved, the better chance that you know more than the marketplace does. And as we talked about with the cinematographer, that is likely the case there. What I, I, I'm not expert enough to go through and say, well, look here and look here. But what value we can give the listeners is there's three of these Lesser categories that have such big prohibitive favorites that it would make no sense to bucket in your pool, and they might not know that. So, real quickly, we've got best visual effects. Inception is literally you got to bet $110 to win 10 on them. So they're they're over 90 percent. And then you got the best writing for The Social Network. You've got to bet 250 to win 10. On that one, so that's a huge favorite, and here's the biggest favorite of them all, animated feature to, to, toy story. You've got to bet $500 to win 10 So those are three almost sure things, so you probably want to go that way when you pick your poll.
1: So if I'm doing my math right, you have to bet uh,
2: $50,000 to win 1000 Is that how it uh, work? Exactly. It's, yeah, 50 to 1, got to lag.
0: That just doesn't seem like it's worth <laughs> the time to be that.
2: Well, you're right, but it's certainly not worth bucking it if you're uh, in a pool.
0: That's true. All right, RJ Bell. This is Bell. not the year
1: to bet uh, how I how to train your pet dragon. right? <laughs> Whatever that movie is called.
0: <laughs> RJ Bell he's the founder of Pregame.com. You hear him all the time on 710 ESPN. We appreciate you coming on and shifting gears a little bit, you know, off of sports for a day and on to, you know, one of the, the seminal events uh, in Los Angeles, the Oscars. We really appreciate it, um, and we'll talk to you soon.
2: Oh, it was fun, guys. Thank you. All
0: right, so that, was, that was R.J. Bell. Now, Andy, this is going to happen to you. I have seen literally two movies this year because I have a baby at home. Two Oscar-nominated movies or two, two movies? Movies. I have seen two movies, period, this year. You're like our late grandfather who <laughs> the last movie
1: he had seen in the theater was Star Wars, and this was like 2004. And I don't think he liked it.
0: No, uh, he, did not, he did not care for that Grandpa Star Adolf did not like Star Wars. So I've seen two movies. This is going to happen to you. They both, because I have good taste, happen to be Oscar-nominated films. No, I've you know what? I've seen 2.6 movies. I've seen Toy Story 3, nominated. Spectacular. I saw Social Network. Awesome. And I saw about... Three quarters of Winter's Bone, it's supposed to be terrific. Great. I have not seen it. I it's fell asleep. To be fantastic. <laughs> I still fell asleep. It wasn't the movie. It was the baby. Did you take advantage of this year? though? because this is the last year you'll ever be able to go see movies. No. Unfortunately, coming, in April.
1: not. Not as much as I wanted to. Uh, the job didn't yeah. help out. We're 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 busy men. We're very very busy folks trying to uh, bring Lakers coverage and sports coverage to the people of Los Angeles and we around ask, the, the
0: world. When we ask for time off to see movies, this is the response.
1: Exactly. I, I've seen a few more of these movies than you have. I've seen Inception. Terrific movie. Um, Actually, I, I joked about How to Train Your Dragon in terms of its odds winning Best Animated Picture against uh, Toy Story 3. Right, which is going to win.
0: Right, but actually How to Train Your
1: Dragon is a good movie.
0: All right, one guy who would have been probably all wrapped up in all this Academy Awards stuff had he still been in L.A., Baron Davis. Yeah, this was, his, this was his wheelhouse. The Clippers. We, we talked a little bit in the first hour about big trades in the Western Conference that have an impact on the Lakers and playoff scenarios and all
1: that.